This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. Others call it non-dual awareness, liberation, enlightenment, or spiritual awakening. It is the heart of all spiritual traditions. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning from New Hampshire on this hot summer day. This is Marshall Davis. This episode today came out of some responses that I received to a recent episode entitled, What Does Non-Dual Awareness Feel Like? In reading those comments and responses I got, I realized that people confuse non-dual awareness and consciousness. They mistake what Jesus called the kingdom of God, what others call spiritual awakening or enlightenment, for a state of consciousness. So I want to address this subject in this episode. I'm going to explore the difference in the relationship between consciousness and non-dual awareness and non-dual reality. Now, as soon as I say those words, I realize that it's really impossible to talk about this in any meaningful way that is not immediately misleading. Making distinctions like this is actually an exercise in duality. Consciousness and non-dual awareness are actually one in non-dual reality. So I'm talking about a difference. I'm using language and ideas and trying to make distinctions that might be helpful to the mind, but ultimately they are not real. And yet, it seems like it might be helpful to try. It's important for people to realize that spiritual waking is, awakening is not about consciousness. Non-dual awareness is not what is sometimes called cosmic consciousness. Cosmic consciousness, like what Richard Buck explored in his 1901 book by that name, is still consciousness. And if you've had the experience of cosmic consciousness, then you know how powerful that experience is. And you realize at the time that there is one consciousness and our individual consciousness is part of this one cosmic consciousness. All beings share one consciousness from the smallest living organisms to complex animals. And this one consciousness, cosmic consciousness, is what some people I think mean by the word God. But cosmic consciousness is not non-dual awareness. Let me repeat what I said in that previous episode. Consciousness of all types is a function of the brain and nervous system. Now some people didn't like me saying that. Most religious people don't believe that. Most people in spiritual circles believe that consciousness exists apart from the brain and nervous system. This is certainly true of Christians who believe that individual consciousness exists after death 
in heaven or hell or maybe purgatory. In non-dual circles, people believe that we continue forever as some type of cosmic consciousness. Now I'm not a neuroscientist, so I'm obviously not an expert in this field, but everything that I have read connects consciousness intimately to the brain. When the brain is injured in some way through physical trauma or stroke or dementia or other causes, it affects consciousness. When the brain is drugged by anesthesia, it brings about unconsciousness. You take hallucinogens and it results in altered states of consciousness. It is very clear to me that when the brain is changed chemically or physically, it changes consciousness. Because there is so much scientific evidence that connects consciousness to the brain, it is reasonable to think that consciousness emerges from the brain, from brain activity. Now it's true that scientists do not know how it emerges, or why it emerges, why there is such a thing as consciousness. That's called the hard problem of consciousness. But of all the possible theories, it seems most reasonable that somehow, for some reason, it emerges from the brain and does not exist apart from the brain. To posit the opposite, to posit the existence of consciousness apart from the brain, there has to be some evidence of disembodied consciousness. I know of no such credible evidence. Now, people mention evidence. There is anecdotal evidence of disembodied consciousness based on out-of-body experiences or near-death experiences or past-life recall, but from everything that I have read and studied on this, I think all those can be explained scientifically and psychologically. There's no conclusive proof that consciousness exists apart from the brain. As far as we know, individual consciousness does not survive the death of the brain. Now why does the brain produce consciousness? I think consciousness emerges in living things because the potential for consciousness is built into the fabric of the universe, the nature of the universe. One might say that the seed of consciousness is present in all matter and energy and it blossoms in living organisms through the process of evolution. That would explain various degrees of consciousness from one-celled organisms and plants to more complex animals. All living things have a degree of consciousness, no matter how elementary. At some point in evolution, consciousness went over a threshold into self-consciousness. With human self-consciousness came the awareness of other humans as also being conscious agents. We perceive other conscious beings, humans and animals, as being different from us. That is what you might call dualistic consciousness. Humans then theorize there are also unseen agents, conscious agents, and call them gods or spirits, or angels, or demons, or something like that. That's where animism comes from that is so widespread throughout the history of religion. Eventually religion developed the idea of one great conscious 
agent, which became the monotheistic god. Astronomer Carl Sagan famously said that humans are the universe conscious of itself. When that is experienced, when one experiences one's, oneself as the universe conscious of itself, that is cosmic consciousness. It is a wonderful and powerful spiritual experience. You might even call this a mystical experience, but it is still a type of consciousness. And this is not awakening. It's not unitive awareness or non-dual awareness or enlightenment. That type of cosmic consciousness can come and go. I've had a lot of people over the last couple of years that have been doing these episodes contact me and tell me that they have had powerful spiritual experiences and quite a few people call these awakenings. They say that they had a powerful experience that changed their life but then over a certain period of time they lost it and now they're trying to recover it. That is a sure sign that it is a state of consciousness and is not unitive awareness or non-dual awareness. Non-dual awareness does not come and go. Non-dual awareness abides permanently. One psychological experience and adjustment to this changes, but the non-dual awareness is always there. Sometimes it's in the foreground, sometimes it's in the background, but it's always there. What I am saying is that there is a difference between consciousness, even cosmic consciousness, and non-dual awareness. Consciousness comes from the brain. And the brain in its consciousness comes from the cosmos, the universe. Non-dual awareness does not come from the brain or, or from the cosmos. It comes from reality, non-dual reality. It comes from being itself or the ground of being, to use Tillich's terms. Non-dual awareness is as different from consciousness as consciousness is from unconsciousness. Non-dual awareness is present whether or not one is conscious or unconscious, whether one is asleep or awake, whether one is dreaming or in dreamless sleep, whether one is under anesthesia or alert, even whether one is dead or alive. Non-dual awareness does not die because it is not born. It is immortal. Consciousness, on the other hand, is mortal. Even cosmic consciousness is mortal. Cosmic consciousness continues as long as there is a cosmos, a universe, and conscious beings as part of that universe. But one day the cosmos will die, and with it all beings will die, and cosmic consciousness will die. Likewise, human individual consciousness does not survive the death of the human body. It dies. It does not go to heaven. It is not reincarnated as an individual soul or spirit. Such ideas that are so prevalent in religions are just the ego talking. The ego desperately wants to believe that it survives death. For non-dual awareness to appear, the ego and all its hope for continued existence has to die. 
when the ego has given up all hope of survival. Only then does eternal life open up and appear. As Jesus says, when one is born again, one sees the kingdom of God. When egoic consciousness dies, we wake up to our true nature, which is being, non-dual reality. Awareness as this non-dual reality is what I'm calling here non-dual awareness or unitive awareness. Cosmic consciousness is being conscious as the universe aware of itself. Non-dual awareness is being aware as non-dual reality which is the source of the universe and all consciousness. This is awakening. This is eternal. Cosmic consciousness is not eternal. It's billions of years old, but it's not eternal. Cosmic consciousness emerges from the cosmos and dies with the cosmos. Non-dual awareness is awareness as being itself. It's not dependent upon the cosmos. The cosmos is dependent upon it, upon being, reality. Now as far as the difference between non-dual awareness and non-dual reality is concerned, that is a, a tougher issue to address. I cannot draw a distinction between the two. They seem so completely one that I cannot even draw a line, imagine a mental line between them. I suspect, though, that awareness as non-dual reality is colored and limited by human consciousness. And that will change at the death of this physical body. Certainly all sense of separation will cease at death. Beyond that, I don't know. One thing I know, I am this reality, so are you. This reality that produces consciousness and this universe. We are non-dual reality and we can be aware as this ultimate reality here and now. We all are already aware of this at some level, even if you don't realize that you are aware of this right now. Just a matter of noticing this. This is what I know, and that's enough. This realization is all that matters. This non-dual awareness is what Jesus called the kingdom of God. It was his gospel. It was the original Christian gospel. And this is the gospel that I proclaim. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.